0: That's who. Joining us now the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. He's one of my favorites, certainly. And, you know, in terms of Carb Day performances, I have told you this. This is going to be the one coming up on May the 26th at an IMS. Tickets available, IMS.com. Brian Adams is the headliner along with Soul Asylum. And Brian is kind enough to join us now on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Brian, thank you for the time. How are you? i'm good fantastic so i'm curious about carb day when did you think and what did you think about all right carb day indianapolis weekend of the indianapolis 500 the greatest spectacle in racing when this possibility was brought to your attention
1: i thought it was cool and uh the only thing i wasn't quite sure about was what carb day meant (laughs) i thought maybe i had to go and bulk up on pasta before i left but um it turns out that it's an abbreviation for carburetor, so now I understand.
0: Yeah. Now, how much did you know prior to about the Indianapolis 500, Brian?
1: Well, I mean, it's 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 famous, isn't it? I mean, it's a race that's been going on for years, and um, I mean, it's I don't know how famous it is in Canada, where I'm where I am right now, <clears throat> but you know, of course, we've heard of it. Everyone's heard of it.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt. Well, James Hinchcliffe is, is one of the more uh, familiar Canadians who has raced in there and had a great deal of success in IndyCar, and certainly the Indy 500 of in the past is uh, is uh, notable in Canada as well. But, yeah, it's uh, global. It is fantastic. And Carb Day has always been just such a great party, and they bring in bands. But for you being on tour right now, did it fit like a glove having this stop at Indianapolis as it turned out? I mean, we sort of – Grab
1: the gigs when we get them, you know. And the the big tour starts in the USA on uh, a few, like a week or so after that in in America. So th- then we have a t- we have a two month tour, which brings us through June, you know, June and July. Um, so th- you're, this is kind of the kickoff.
0: Now, I'm assuming, and Brian Adams joins us on the Eddie Moore Automotive Group Potline. Are they going to have you in a car? Because they have these two-seaters where somebody like Mario Andretti or you know a former winner will take you around the track. Are there any plans uh, on you doing
1: that? There hasn't been any talk of it, but, I mean, that would be awesome.
0: No, no, I, I guarantee you this. I guarantee our friends out at IMS will have you in the two-seater. And I also guarantee that you will love being in the two-seater because it, it is something. I mean, you see the place, and it's so massive, Brian. It is so massive. When you're doing the show out there, you'll notice just how huge the place is. And then (laughs) when you're going that fast, it is absolutely amazing to go around that track.
1: I'll bring an extra pair of pants.
0: Yeah, you may have to. Um, I wasn't going to say anything, but you may have to bring an extra pair of pants. So you're getting ready to embark on on a tour of the United States, and I I saw all the dates in which you're going to do that. And uh, in terms of touring, you've been doing this for such a long time. Is it still as enjoyable for you now as it was, let's just say, back in the late 70s and especially in the mid-80s when you really started to break? It's
1: better because there's more songs to play. Um, you know, back in the early days I was making it up as I went along now I just look forward to each song as it comes, it's, it's a really, it's an exciting show.
0: Here's what I like about it and I guess this is kind of a double-edged sword if you will, but you know, the the technology of today, it, it allows so many different generations to enjoy your music like it was yesterday. i give you a great example like I'm a, I'm a child of the 80s I loved your music then, but if you were going to say, hey, you know, go back to the 50s and listen to all this, I would have Struggled with it then because of the lack of technology, but now, I mean, you get introduced every day to a new generation of those that can enjoy your music, even though, you know, maybe it was produced back in the 1980s. Is that a good advantage for you, as far as you're continuing to create that fan base is concerned? Well, you've just sold me on it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying because I hear. <laughs> hey, Brian, man, I hear so many times where it can be such a pain. I mean, just a pain in the ass to have you know. I mean, just the way the things go right now with no, all that is a, It's yeah. not a pain in
1: the ass. It's I mean, even even back when we were you know playing in America in the '90s and the 2000s, <clears throat> there was there was uh, a new set of fans coming. I mean, it it just happens. I mean, obviously it'd be nicer um, if if the new music was getting played as much, but you know you, you have to make way for the youngsters.
0: Yeah. Do, do you ever get tired at all of playing the older no. music no i call it no, vintage I do, I do not because because what happens
1: when, and you'll probably see this if you come to the show is everybody sings the songs
0: yeah see
1: so it just it just like it's just like playing them again for the first time
0: He is Brian Adams, who joins us. Carb Day, May 26th. Tickets available right now, IMS.com. You just hit the point that I make about carb days, especially because you're going to have such a massive crowd out there. And it is important for that crowd, I think, to know basically the catalog of music. And you bring that catalog of music, you know, whether it's, you know, reckless or whatever uh, from the past. Yeah, that you bring that catalog and everybody knows every word. And that not only is exciting for the the crowd and for you up on stage, but that has to be tremendously gratifying to be and do this and have everybody know your music like that for such a long time.
1: For sure. And that's one of the things that's gratifying about being a songwriter is, is and that's why I got into it. is it was, the it was, it was return that you get from having people sing your music. And you know, even when it was in the early days starting out and people, you start seeing people start mouthing the words, it's like, oh, wow, that person knows the song. And so now when you go out and play, some of these songs are just, I mean, they're just part of the lexicon of music and pop music. So it's, it's really,
0: it's great. When you look back, and Brian Adams joins us at, let's just say the '80s, for example, right now, is there? I know Reckless was just huge, but is there a favorite album, a favorite song that you enjoy doing maybe more than others in this catalog?
1: Well, I don't know if I should say so. No, I'm I'm, just curious. It's it's easier to just to pick a hit and go, yeah, that one. But to, to be fair, I mean, I've got a new album called So Happy It Hurts, and I love playing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and what what should people understand about So Happy It Hurts if they're being introduced to it as a part of this tour or, for example, on the 26th over at Carb Day?
1: It's just a really uplifting, positive song. I mean, it was something I wrote after coming out of that that. You know, dreaded lockdown. I wanted to make some optimistic music, and that's what this is about.
0: So, Brian Adams, who joins us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, Uh, last week, and this goes back a year for me, uh, I saw Gordon Lightfoot. A year ago, almost to the date, uh, here locally in central Indiana, and thought it was so incredibly special. And then you fast forward to last week, Gordon Lightfoot passed away at the age of 84. He's a fellow Canadian like you, and I know he was somebody that meant a great deal to you as well. What was that relationship like between you and Gordon Lightfoot?
1: Well, you know, first of all, both musicians, both guitar players, both songwriters, um, and I was I was already a fan when I first met Gordon. I mean, Gordon had had, you know, a number of years before me. Um, so we obviously got to know each other, and I would go see his show, and he came to see mine, and we became friends. And so last week when he passed away, I lost a friend, and it's, it was super sad.
0: When I saw him a year ago, he was 83, and I thought at the time that this is – it was as good as it would have been in 84, in 74. Well, see, you know, the it thing is, you're that talking
1: good. about songs. His yeah. songs were, were beautiful, and it's the music that lives on. And then that's what we're going to do when we come back to Carb Day. Is we're going to bring back the music.
0: Yeah. And see, that's what's that's what's special about it, too. And you being a a singer songwriter and, you know, he was just one of the more incredible songwriters in the history of music, just in in general terms. You you take a piece away growing up, enjoying his music and then getting to, to know him. You take a piece away from what he did at all. Not only when, you know, obviously you were first starting out, but maybe moving forward even from here.
1: I think what you do is you, you cherish your friends and your friendships and the people that, you know, that you love and yeah. that are around you. And uh, you just, you know, <laughs> I wish I could turn back the clock now because I wish I'd gone to visit him earlier or something, you know, because uh, it's, it's gone now.
0: Yeah, so, it's, um, it, it, he was amazing. It was, he was 83 and it was about. I'm,
1: th- I'm, I'm up here in Vancouver at the moment. I'm uh, talking to you. Um, I'm looking after my mother, who's 95.
0: Wow. My mom Brian is seventy seven right now, wow. and my mother lives alone too. So yeah, it, um, it it's it, I mean it's something you get a, you get flushed with memories every single time you uh you visit and take care of your mom that's that's exactly what happens she reminds me (laughs) (laughs) well i i um we're relatable here because i call my mom and i talk about it on my radio show all the time i call her every single night and normally it's about 30 minutes of her complaining about a lot of things but it's 30 minutes brian and it's daily and that's what's special about it yep And you know, cherish no matter, it, man. Cherish yeah. it. You do. It's Brian Adams coming at you on May the twenty sixth. at IMS tickets available. IMS.com. Let's go back to the eighties. Your relationship with Jim Valance, uh, the importance of that, writing songs. What what made that combination so special for such a long time, Brian?
1: Well, uh, we just like writing music together, and and we still do. And in fact, we last. Uh, the last thing we did was a Broadway musical. We wrote Pretty Woman the Musical. Mm. And uh, so, I mean, it's just a couple of songwriters, you know, <laughs> would like to share stories as well.
0: Well, I mean, and I would assume, I don't know, obviously, but I would assume it takes a, like I'm a sports talk show host here, and you kind of get to know, you know, connections between players and coaches that that go next level because the relationship just connects. It fits. Was that something that you guys knew? early in your relationship that this had a, a, a real way to work out at a very high level?
1: Well, it beat washing dishes, which was the alternative. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, listen, man, you would have found your path regardless. I mean, you're too <laughs> talented not to find the path, but nah, seriously, that, that relationship, it, it's hard. I am actually serious.
1: The the, the, the uh, it was about, you know, paying the rent, and uh, that's what I'm grateful about, is to, making music i've been able to pay my rent
0: what was the first song song if you will where you knew yep uh we're on the path here this is this has got a yeah, lot of we knew it to- from
1: day one we knew from the moment we sat down together that it was, we were going to do something i mean whether we would be successful of it we weren't sure but at least we liked it and that was the starting point and so when it comes down to music you have to like it first <laughs> So, we couldn't we couldn't fake it. Um, there was no way of like today where you can just put it in a computer and it'll AI you something. Uh, we we had to actually come up with ideas and and round out the arrangements and play all the instruments. And there was no band, no manager, nothing. So yeah, we were we were just having fun.
0: Yeah, I don't Still like to. Am, t- by the way, <laughs> well, and that's good too, man. You got to. I mean, that's that's. We we're talking about Gordon Lightfoot. We we're talking about our, our mothers. I mean, you, you got to have fun until you're no longer. Okay? I mean, that's just the way I looked at it. I I mean, life is not hassle free, but I I try to live it as hassle free as possible, and fun has to be a part of it, you know, job or otherwise. And I try very hard to do that. Sometimes you don't you know you don't make it but you know each and every night it's much like you when you get up on that stage you will on the 26th over at IMS I mean it's it's all about having the fun and then you know the crowd sees how much fun you're having man that's music and that's live music like that that's got to be special to you
1: you know there's a synergy that happens uh, on stage and you you have to build it up so uh I don't think. Sometimes when you go out in a gig, you'll start out and it'll get get going slowly, slowly, slowly. But by the halfway, you know, through the show, you know that it's it's moving, and it's all about the music. It's always about the songs and you know you got to get you know you have to build it in the right way i've done this a few times now i've done a few gigs now
0: now you, so, yeah yeah you have i,
1: I, I, I think i got figure it figured out
0: <laughs> you, how many times do you know how many times you've been to indianapolis over the years do you remember i don't
1: but the last time was i think 1932
0: no it was not no you're here in the you're here a couple of times and here's what's funny about it like i pride myself of Uh, because i I love your music i I have not only the sports talk show in the afternoons but i have a a radio show where i kind of turn back the clock a little bit i take nothing but requests from people for six hours and it's live music and it just kind of yeah it it is awesome and it's old school radio like that which we we don't see and you mentioned ai a little bit ago and that's a dirty dirty term to me i don't want to hear anything about ai and i think what i've noticed brian is how much that that your music and others from that era that stands the test of time and how much people still enjoy that music along with the grassroots of what radio represented and i find that out every saturday night and it was special because i didn't know that existed until you do it and you do it and you see that there's a a great deal of, of interest in it not you well, know, thank you. Yeah, music like you and uh, the 80s and, you know, playing live Don't shows. Don't Soul
1: Asylum are coming.
0: Yeah, well, I talked to Dave Perner two weeks ago, I think, and he was incredibly excited about playing alongside. Yeah, it's going to be a good nice night. Too. So uh, Brian Adams with us again, com for those tickets today. It's going to be a blast. Are you going to stay the weekend or and watch the race, or are you out of here at some point? I think I'm going to stay a bit. I, you better. Yeah, you need to. I think. Yeah, so you get in that two seater and hang out and see something that you'll just—it's unbelievable the amount of people you'll see in that place on race day that Sunday. I mean, you I'm will. Looking
1: forward to it, man, in a big way.
0: All right, Brian Adams. Hey, one final thing. Uh, yeah. I think, um, as far as my audience is concerned, one of your one of your favorites of theirs is "Summer of '69." I'm sure you ask about this a great deal. Um, How would that song? come about, and how was that relatable to you at the moment, and to you as you matured moving forward as a musician?
1: Oh, it's just a great song to play live. Uh, it always has been, and um, uh, you'll you'll see, you know, when we play it at, at the Carb Day, that I probably won't have to sing the
0: song at all. You just hold the microphone out, Let Central Indiana sing that bad boy for you. Let it rip. (laughs) That's Vancouver, British Columbia, which, by the way, I was there once coming back from Alaska. That's a great place to be right there, Brian. I can understand why you're there. Well, the sun is shining. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, IMS, May the 26th. Brian Adams and Soul Asylum will be at show. Tickets available at IMS.com. He is Brian Adams. New album out, tour forthcoming, but May the 26th. You can all see him out at IMS. And hopefully we see you around. Two-seater, race day, something like that. Enjoy your time here in Indianapolis and have a great show coming up on May the 26th. And thank you very much for your time, Brian. Thank you. It's so happy it hurts. (laughs) It's Brian Adams on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian, thank you very much, man. I appreciate you. Me too, man. Thanks a lot. Take it easy, buddy. See you, buddy. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Brian Adams with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. That's good stuff.